0: Just to welcome I don't wanna say before we begin, I want it to be the beginning, to welcome homes. I wanna welcome May May back home. Yeah. Welcome. To yeah. I wanna welcome Nate Isaacs as well back home. are people who learn the parashya Torah, like looking for good vartim and I can't say, I'm not m- mocking that because it's true, there's amazing ideas in the Torah and you could study the Torah and like there's, there's a good vert, there's gishmak and and, and I, I don't even mock that, sure there's good vartim, good ideas and the fact somebody's looking at a very good place for very good ideas, I don't mock at all but increasingly as i get older I, I want to study Torah and really find out about about life and really try to connect to what's Hashem saying to us what's being told to us what direction you can hear a good word you want to hear a great word or you can actually like figure out what Hashem's telling us what is life what is everything around us what's what's the oymek what's what's what the Torah to have a basic havana and everything around us, you could study Torah. I want to study, I want to today, I want to tell you something that struck me in terms of what we're talking about. It means something to me. It's not a, mm-hmm. a, and then he has two questions on the way Hashem tells us something to study two points and really have a discussion. I do not, in the two questions, I don't have an approach. I'd like to study it with the guys, the Torah. And one thing struck me this year, a pasuk that jumped off the page this year for some reason. I don't. In the past, I can't say this jumped off the page, but in this this time learning parashas Vayetze is after Yaakov leaves Lovan, he runs away. Lovan chases him down. They have the confrontation and the conversation they have. And then it says, Lavan gets up in the morning early. He kisses his sons and his daughters. He gives them a bracha. And he leaves. Then the Torah says three words that are so obviously extra. And Lavan returned to his spot. the Again, What's the Torah saying? What's the Torah saying? And Lavan returned to his spot. Those three words, Lavan says goodbye, he kisses and he leaves. Kol Then the Torah is madgish and Lavan returns to his place. Vayashuv Lavan l'mkaymei and Lavan returns to his place. It says on Yaakov, the next is the Yaakov halach and Yaakov goes on his derech. Lovan returns Limkhaimai and Yaakov returns Ladarkai. Very, very interesting. Now, I'm not being Medayek the Darkai and the because Yaakov doesn't have a Makim. He's actually on the road. But I am fascinated with the confrontation ends. The Tires Madgish, Lovan returns to his and Yaakov's Halach Yaakov continues on his journey. Lavan returns to his place. Yaakov goes on the road, continues on the road. So what? The Torah, Hashem is saying, saying something to you and I, saying something profound. The Torah is talking to us and saying something. The Torah is not a story what was. Remember, we're not into history. have, what was, was. The Torah is only what is, not what was. So what is, is... After this confrontation, Lavan moves on and Lavan returned to his place. And Yaakov continues on his journey. And the simple thing that Torah is saying, probably what Hashem is saying to us, literal, simple pshat, is that Lavan, after 20 years of Yaakov being there, is unchanged. Lavan goes back Lam Kaimai. And Lovan is not changed from this. Yaakov Avinu just lived by him for 20 years, and Lovan goes right back to his makam. And Pashtus is saying that Lovan's not changed. Yaakov continues on his derech. Yaakov, the experience, the experience of being by Lovan, and each experience is now continuing the journey and going with something. Yaakov doesn't return to his place. Yaakov continues on, ever richer, ever changed, ever more after an experience. And Lovan, after this experience, goes back, Limchaime, just goes back to what was. Nothing has changed. By Yashav a very tragic pasuk. 20 years Yaakov is in base Lovan. The Bechira Avais is in base Leban for 20 years, and the Torah's comment of when Yaakov leaves is, return returned lim to his place. Somehow, some way, this experience didn't change him. He just goes back right to his place, and the Torah's mad that about Lavan, the incredible, it's almost an impossibility. He must have been a very skilled man to be unchanged, from truth takes a lot of skill. Truth, by its nature, would change anybody. An encounter with Yaakov would almost naturally change somebody. But Lovin is the Torah's Madgish, is by Yashav Lovinim Kaimai. Lovin returns to his place unchanged from this encounter, just goes back to his place. Yaakov continues on the Derich, the journey, another impact, another something that changed him. And Lovin goes back to his original Lumkaime, goes back to his place, unchanged. And the, this didn't impact him. The suspicion would leave one to ask, why wasn't he impacted? He just was with Yaakov Avinu. And that we have said before, that when there's a world of dishonesty, so the, the prerequisite to be changed by encounters is a willingness to be honest. If a person wants to be dishonest and close the world of honesty, so then after 20 years of Yaakov, there's something we discussed. We've discussed here that when a person's living truth, anything that touches that person becomes eternal. We said that The whole world was created for the involvement with the, with the tzaddik. When a person's serving Hashem, they're an eternity person, and every interaction becomes eternal. If they're at a cashier in the supermarket, for those five minutes, the cashier is touching eternity. Because somebody's serving, if you're buying stuff for Shabbos, it's, it's just mm-hmm. a simple truth. The guy's at the counter buying stuff for Shabbos, that you're going to see in Eilam Abba, that... The conveyor belt, the lady behind or a man behind the conveyor belt is going to be eternal. Is eternal because they're pu- they're processing Shabbos food on the conveyor belt, and you're an eternity maker, and anybody who touches and is involved with eternity that by its nature is eternal. So. A person serving Hashem and living with the Eternal One is a creator of eternity. Chayi nata b'secheinu, you implanted Chayi means that we have the power to have Paris from Chayi to create more Chayi You put Chayi inside of us and we have the power to bring it out and have Paris. We're eternity makers. And anybody who serves Hashem is an eternity maker. To the point that if somebody's checking out their stuff, that's eternal. they checking out stuff for Shabbos Kedesh. What, what strikes me here is when Yaakov's by Lavan, Lavan's eternal. All this cheating is, is relevant for eternity. Now, he could choose to be a part with Kedesh Shamayim or he could choose reluctantly to be on the stage of eternity. And on here... By hosting Yaakov is relevant L'Netzach. We study Lavan. All of us studied Lavan this week. And when he departs from Yaakov Avinu, from a life of relevance, Lavan returns. He leaves the stage. By Yashav Lav kaimai And the Torah makes a point. Lavan returns to his makam, a place of anonymity. Anonymi, I can't say the word. But a place of irrelevance would be a word I could say. Lavan returns to his place of irrelevance he he returns to the place of all cheaters of people who are not Isaac and Emes are not Isaac and Chayilam. Calls Yaakov Avinu. The Ish Emes is there. So even the cheater in that in that place of touching of impacting of involvement with Yaakov Avinu, he's on the world stage. Lavan then departs and. Says goodbye. Vayashav Lavan Kaimai. Lavan returns to his makom, the place of irrelevance. He had been relevant. I looked in parshas Vayishlach I checked maybe in two parshas. Lavan's gone. Now he's mentioned again in the Torah, not by name. Interestingly, Arami Oybedavi only in terms of what he did. When we recount what he did. But by Yash of Loavin, Lovin goes back to his makim, to his place, the place of all deceitful people, the place off the world stage, away from relevance to anybody who's not in Ish-emes, Lavan, when he departs from Yaakov, and the Torah makes a point, that Yashav Lavan M'Kamai. Lavan now is going to go back to a spot. This was fascinating that we were discussing Lavan in the Torah, in many parashiyos, because, the whole world was created for the involvement with the Tzadik, for the involvement with, with, with the person who's serving Hashem. At the point that Lovin is detached from Yaakov, Loven returns to his makam. Mm-hmm. He exits the stage of relevance mm-hmm. and goes back to his place, the place of, of, of temporariness, the place of irrelevance, that which is not eternal and certainly not recorded in the Torah. He's no longer dealing with Yaakov Avinu. Fast of Ayashav Lovenim Kaimai. I think specifically by Yaakov Avinu, that many people who enter the stage of the Torah and exit the stage. And why it would say, if I love him, Yaakov Avinu is the exact picture of Gullus, he's the Av of Gullus, he's the Av who sends his Banim into Gullus, Yaakov Avinu. And Yaakov Avinu, that picture of all the places, many, many people have kicked us, have kicked the Yidn out of their countries. And they all as soon as they kick the yid out of their country, go back to their place of irrelevance. If you're deceitful, if you're not serving Hashem, if you're not in that place of of, of being honest and serving the Ruban living in the world of MS, so all the people exit the stage by Yashiv Love They join the lovers of the world who choose to exit the stage, who can't who who no longer who, who, who no longer are relevant. So I wanted to share that message something to me. I wanted to share that with you. Michal, I want to ask two kashas on the parsha. They both are very, very curious to me. I think it's saying something. I don't know what it's saying. I want to share my kashas with the chevre. We discussed this cash last year. We had some thoughts. Maybe I'd rather have a live conversation now. If not, if, if, we'll see what happens. But what happened in, in, Yaakov Avinu is, living, is by Lavan for many, many years. And the Torah says, divrei b'nei He starts hearing Lovan's sons talk. I am very fascinated by the scene. Yaakov's a rich man. And Yaakov worked for Lavan. And it's very, very fascinating thought that the outer appearance looks like Lavan makes Yaakov rich. At the end of the day, Lavan was work, Yaakov was working for Lavan. And remember, he came to Lavan a poor man. He cries in the parish about his poverty. Eliphaz stole all his money. Yaakov Avinu came there, a very poor man. And now we're two decades later, and Yaakov Avinu is a rich man. He has a lot. And one can sense that it came from Lavan. And Lavan's sons say this, Va'yishmas Lavan. Yaakov Avinu becomes aware of the chatter of Lavan's sons. Lamar saying, Yaakov Kola Sher Lavinu. Yaakov Avinu, all that he has is really our dad's. and all this honor he took from our father." If you think this is history, you're clueless to the Jewish nation. You're clueless. Do you know every country we ever were in say this? Do you know in America, this is what's being said now? If you don't hear B'nai Lavan talking, you are deaf. (laughs) B'nai Lavan are talking today. And B'nai Lavan always, always, it's not a story of the past. They'll always say the Jew has taken our wealth. And the Jew, this is the line always. Yaakov lives by Bnei Lavan for two decades. This is very present, Svi. We're not learning, we don't learn the past. Yaakov is by Lavan. Yaakov, our Av. Our Av, which means, which exists in the children. And Yaakov hears the Bnei Lavan saying, if you if you if you listen, if anybody here is listening to the news and hear what's going on, Bnei Lovan will take on all different names, and it might rhyme even with say. But Bnei Lavan saying, listen what Bnei Lavan say, listen what they say. <laughs> Vayishmas divrei Bnei Lavan. Yaakov Avinu hears Bnei Lavan saying, yeah. Lach Yaakov Veskola Sher He took that which belongs to my father. And all the honor that he has is stolen from my father. That's what Yaakov Avinu hears the B'nai Lavan saying it. That's what he hears the B'nai Lavan saying. Then the Torah says, he hears chatter. He hears all of a sudden rumblings and murmurings. This has been our story for 3,000 years, my friends. We've had a long journey, Klal Yisrael, to Bunim. And at some point, Yaakov was there for two decades. And then he starts hearing rumblings and whisperings of the Bnei Lavan. That all the money that he's acquired, and in an odd sort of way, eh, it did come. Now, Lavan was cheating him, beating him up. If this, if you think this is history, I, I, please wake up. Now the Bnei Lavan, Lavan's been hammering Yaakov Avinu and cheating and switching him. And Hashem wants to give bracha to Yaakov. And despite all the cheatings, Hichlev es maskorte aseres meinim. Lavan constantly is trying to stop Yaakov from the success that Yaakov has. He is not the cause of Yaakov's success. These are open psukim in the Torah. Lavan tries to hamper and hinder Yaakov's success. And nonetheless, when God smiles at somebody, they're matzliach. And then the bnei lovin whispered that which externally sort of looks like the truth. It's complicated. Yaakov, you did come here penniless. You were an immigrant. You had nothing, and today you're doing well. Where'd you get that from? You got. You were trying to help me. You were trying to hurt me. You weren't. But the bnei lovin will always see what's what's always complicated because externally there's almost. It's like almost true, just not. Almost true, just not. Because Yaakov did come penniless, and in the context of him working for Lavan, got rich. It wasn't Lavan's intention. Lavan made every attempt to thwart it, but it did happen. Yaakov got rich, and Lavan was there. You can't deny the bracha came, but Hashem gave it to Yaakov despite Lavan, not because of Lavan. And the bnei Lavan start whispering. Start whispering that all that my this all belongs to us. You came here, you were penniless, and you stole what's ours. All this honor that you have was stolen from us. Yaakov hears these rumblings. Then that pusuk, that that Pasuk is. Wow. Then by Yar Yaakov is Pne Lovan. Can you blame Yaakov's Well? Can you blame them? Yes. Yeah, always, always, you can blame people always for lying. Could you, could you understand that people lie? A hundred percent. Could people justify lies? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then Yaakov sees Lavan's face. Lavan's looking at him different. Something has changed. So two things happen. Very interesting. The Torah doesn't even say are these two things a correlation? Do his kids? I, it's, it's the Torah doesn't even say his kids are whispering, and Lovin looks at Yaakov different for twenty years. Yaakov is there, and things are. Lovin's giving a friendly face. But Einenu Imai Kittmol Shulshon, loven is not looking at the same. Now I don't know, the t- in, in a lot of ways, I'm almost bothered by the order of these two psukim, because I would tend to think that it would start from loven I would tend to, and I'm actually surprised, Hashem writes things very exact. If I was writing it, and thank God I'm not, If I was writing it, I'd actually first write that Lavan is like looking at Yaakov different, and as such, the the Bnei Lavan start murmuring. It's interesting who it starts from fascinates me. Yosef, I'm very fascinated that the Torah records Yaakov hears the Bnei Lavan, and then he sees, it's very interesting, that Shmiya and Re'iyah, There's hearing and seeing. Yaakov hears the Bnei Lavan murmuring, sees that Lavan looks at him, something's different. Lavan's had it with him and he could see that. I'm very interested that the Banim, first the murmurings of the son are recorded. I would actually wonder if I was suspecting events, I would actually suspect that Lavan is the first one. Kids usually come from their parents. It interests me, I would first say that Yaakov Levinu sees Lavan and Lavan's, Lavan's looking different. And then as such, the kids start murmuring. It interests me that the kids murmur first. I don't know the reason for that. But Yaakov hears Divrei B'nei Lavan saying and then murmuring. Yaakov sees Lavan no longer is looking at the same. Okay, two events happen. Father, son, son's father. And then Hashem says to Yaakov, Go back home. Go back to Israel. And my kasha is, why did Torah record the first two things? God tells him to leave. Why does the Tyra record? There seems to be zero, there's no follow-up. Yaakov sees, Yaakov hears Lavan's kids murmuring bad stuff. Nothing comes of that. There seems to be no reason to record that. Nothing comes of that. Yaakov sees that love and is not looking at him the same. Nothing comes of that. Next Pasik Hashem says to Yaakov, I want you to leave. Why did Tyre record those two first things? They seem to have no sheiches. Why did the Tyra record? I am not asking the Shla Kaddosh kasha. The Shla asks that when Yaakov Avinu says to leave, Yaakov says, you know, he's been bad to me, he's cheating me. That the shlok, positivity, no martyrdom, beautiful schmooze, or Meishu Feinstein, excellent, excellent read. I'm asking earlier in the Torah, why does the Torah record? It records, Hashem says to Yaakov, leave. Before Hashem says to Yaakov, leave, it records two events that, the Torah doesn't say, therefore, what? B'nai Lavan, stop murmuring stuff. One, Lavan's looking at Yaakov different. Two, Hashem says to Yaakov, leave. What are the... Why? It makes sense. doesn't make sense. Explain. Uh, Yaakov started hearing bad things, right? So Hashem's like, it's time to go. Because of that? Because of that. Hashem's like, time to go back to, your, to, to the land. Hashem's worried about those thoughts. So why is it important that Yaakov noticed it? it says, Vayishma vayar Yaakov. Hashem yeah. saw it, Hashem always noticed. it yeah. Yaakov started realizing so Why is it matter if Yaakov realized? Hashem I mean, says wait, to Yaakov. To realize. Hashem's not going to make maybe. Without, maybe. Hashem told him to leave. Hashem's worried. I don't think it's saying Hashem saw these two events and said leave because then it doesn't have to say, it would say, and B'nai Loveon started saying, and Loveon started himself getting frustrated. So Hashem said to Yaakov, "Leave." The Torah is not saying that Yaakov Avinu hears B'nai Loveon murmuring. Yaakov Avinu sees on himself is is not liking him. Hashem says to Yaakov, "Leave." Maybe, maybe of I'm what sure significance? You know don't you know want Yaakov to get influence and think that they, that his his success came from came from Benad Hashem. Therefore, what? Therefore, Hashem told him, get out of there. So I'm not asking why God Hashem died. get out of there. I'm asking, there's, a, there's an event, this there's, there's three events recorded that I can't get the flow. Yaakov, here's been a Lovan saying bad stuff. Yeah, one. He sees love on is against him. Two. Hashem says, Yaakov, you should leave. What does that have to do with him No. What just that? If the etzem fact that they're murmuring, the etzem fact, that answer, Hashem said, "Leave." So just say, Lovin's kids are mur." You don't. It's to do what Yaakov noticed. Yaakov notices two things. Hashem says, "Leave." What's happening? What's what's the? What are we being told? I'm not looking for a vert. I want to know what Hashem's saying. I'm Hashem's telling. He's saying, "Dan, this is what happened." Dan, listen. This is what happened. What's what's he be? What's being said here, Momo? Wow, that's a pshat. That's Momo saying something in, in the world of pshat. Momo said a pshat. What are you saying? Momo said that the Torah is recording that even though Yaakov sensed to leave, he wasn't going to leave till he had the Dvar Hashem. That's you're saying. So the Torah records Yaakov seeing. Things that are bad, he hears, and yet he waited till Hashem said. And the Torah is being madish that. So Yaakov Avinu heard B'nai Lavan say this, he saw Lavan's face, and yet he wasn't going to leave till Hashem says. It's a very, very nice pshat. very, very nice pshat. So records what he saw and heard to teach us this lesson that yet, that's very, very in bounds, very in bounds. I suspect there's more, I suspect. I like the Pshat, though. I like the Pshat, and it's very Shaykh. One can convince me it's Shaykh. Shlomo, you hear what Momo's saying? That this, I'm not convinced that that's Hashem saying, but I, still, but I still like it. No, it's legit. It's legit. I, I, I would not be shocked if a Mefer said that. I would not be shocked. I looked at I've seen. Other other smart people other than Momo have said this as well. That's intelligent. The Torah gave over. He hears B'nai Love on saying things. He sees Lovin's face not with him. Hashem says Yaakov leave. Good. You see, he didn't leave till Hashem said it. Good. Why can't he even talk? So you could say he was told. You'd have to ask the so Says why wouldn't he leave from that? Ah. What's, what? What I learned from that? Why wouldn't he leave? There's not like... You could ask by the Teva, he got it we go into the Teva, so you don't leave till... He, he, so you could say Kibarav, but it was a breach in Kibarav to stay away. You have to answer, so why wouldn't he leave? So you could say, well, it was Kibarav that he went, his father said, but his father said to get a shidduch. He's allowed to go back, so why wouldn't he leave? That's weird. What's the last... He wouldn't leave till Hashem said. That's funny. Why, shouldn't he leave from that alone? So... That's, that's a very solid cash on your approach. He wouldn't leave till Hashem, Hashem said him. Why not? As if, if Hashem, by the Teva, it says he didn't leave till Hashem said, because Hashem said, go into the teva. So, teva. so that's Taka, and you don't leave till Hashem says, leave. Here, there was no Tzivu to be there. There was a Chiddush to be there, so why wouldn't he leave? Why does he need the Tzivu of Hashem? That would be an important question if somehow he saw that he should be there, you'd have to, you'd have to ask that, so that... solid Kasher. It's Do we have I mean, another... So what? Weird. It's not weird. The why he also, it's, what, what's he doing there, like, Yeah, get out. Take get out? Get, yeah, get out. And if you hear... So, it's very true. What's happening here, of what relevance to what he heard and what he saw, in, in, in any level, I, it, we could start in Pshat. There's, there's Drash, Remes, say, There are, there are Yanim going on here for sure. Tifin Yanim that are relevant to that are relevant for all our lives. The Torah is talking to us, and Hashem's talking to you and I, and and describes something that's been relevant in all the Torahs. It's interesting. Hashem speaking, by Yom HaShem O Yaakov, somehow you're saying means that he, he looked in that realm. doesn't really, it says Hashem said to him, but you're saying for any conversation means that's where he went when there was some difficulty. if he wouldn't have noticed that wouldn't have been such a sea I want to say, Binyah. Wa- we could talk about the different ideas. It, it's it's Kedai. I mean, Anybody not to talk about the Torah. The Hashem's talking to us. So people look up. as excellent, and there's Machshava. And I, I'm increasingly trying learning svarsem. So I don't want it to replace trying to hear what Hashem's telling me, and I want to learn Torah. And Hashem's talking, and I need, a, I need a study. I need a study and hear what Hashem's saying. Hashem's talking to us. This is a story of relevance, of incredible relevance. I want to say something benjamin like this. I want to say that of, we're used to... Whenever it says, Hashem says to Yaakov... How come what nevu will look like, and there's certainly a, a communication of talking to that's for sure exists. There's also communication through events of your life. I think when, when, when a guy, I'll give a mushel, it says Hashem's mezavik zivugan, Hashem sets up your shidduch. Now, what does it mean Hashem sets up your shidduch? He does everything. This world is only Hashem. When I mean, he sets up Shidduchim, he also makes us breathe. He also brought us all here. He also any I just made that movement. Anything exists in Hashem's reality. So everything's Hashem. Everything exists in Hashem's reality. So what do we mean Hashem makes Zivugim? What that means, simple pshat, is the place that you can most experience Hashem. It's the most big oluy. more than other realms of life, you'll see Yad Hashem. Reb Chatzkol, the great Mashkeach, the great mirror and panavich mashkiach, Reb Chatzkol, when got, he was somebody who was very, very careful on his words. He didn't talk a lot. He was very measured, Reb Chatzkol. And if somebody was a chosni, he'd call him over, tell me the story. And he would ask, tell me the whole story of your shidduch. What was he doing? He was trying to experience Hashem. In shidduch, in more than other places, there's a nairadik haashkocha. Anybody's shidduch, like things happen, like whacked out more than other areas of life. Uh If you learn how to listen, you have to hear Hashem saying things to you. Hashem talks through our experience. He's running the world. When things happen, he's saying something. You have to learn how to listen. When we hear in the parasha events and Hashem says to Yaakov, Hashem spoke what he, he, it was the middle of the conversation. Things happening, Hashem was telling him something. Now why Hashem eventually speaks it out, I don't know the answer and I'm confused. But he hears Bnei Lovon saying. He sees, and Hashem says to him, "I don't. I don't. Again, I'm reading the Torah. Hashem said it to him. As I, as he's noticing these things, and and so Hashem says, "What I? You see what I'm telling you? So Again, Hashem The events happening is Hashem talking. This happened because Hashem's going to say to Yaakov. So the world is setting in motion." We hear the world of Hashem. I don't think Hashem said this because it's ha- because the Bnei Lavan. I think the Bnei Lavan did it because Hashem Hashem's about to tell Yaakov something. So the world moves to the deeper of Hashem. Hashem has planned to tell Yaakov something. As such, this happens and that happens. The world is ex- is the expression of the will of Hashem. So Hashem says to Yaakov. Va'yishma as divrei bnei Lavan. Va'yar Yaakov. All the events that happen when, when Hashem has decided to tell Yaakov leave, and as such the Torah records talk, And of course, as you expect, Hashem said to Yaakov, all these events were occurring because of this Ratzin of Hashem. So the world talks along. I don't want to say along with Hashem. When there was prophecy, the words were put into Deber. When there's no prophecy, so all the events happen that Hashem is saying to Yaakov, we have to learn to hear the shuval eretz That and again, we're not zayichet to prophecy today, but we are zayichet to the anhaga of Hashem. And if we hear B'nai Lavan saying things, and if we see Lavan's ainan imayi, so then that might lead to believe. Get ready. I, I I don't know if there's the place for you. Clearly, the world saying something that we're being moved somewhere. Wow. Something's happening. That's what I suspect, but I, it's not exact, because Hashem did say it. So what do you have to say it? Just, to, but there's a day that it said. But because Hashem is saying it, the world moves in that direction. I'm not exact, Ilan, because like what Nate said. That what? But Nate was saying Hashem was responding because of this. This is because of Hashem, not Hashem because of this. This was because Hashem has planned to tell Yaakov it's time to leave. So the world moves that way. So things... I don't know. I don't know. I I think there's something to study. These p'sukim are are just riveting. The Vayeshma, the Vayar, and Hashem saying to leave. I suspect a lot of the world moves once Hashem has decided to tell Yaakov, and you could see it in the world. Hashem spoke it out. There was something called prophecy. Today we don't have prophecy, but we have B'nai Lavan, and we have on himself. So I think today, listening to B'nai Lavan's behavior, and again, if we had prophecy, it would be Vayimra like, Hashem al-Yaakov. And again, I don't know how Hashem, he sees this... In our world, that would be saying, and I'm sure, Yaakov, it's funny that the Torah describes, he Vayishma, vayar, and then a conversation with Hashem. This is how, and again, at that point of prophecy, then he gets an Amira. The Vayishma Vayar, we still have opportunity to see. I don't know. I don't know. I asked the guys this, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an agenda other than to try to find out if somebody has a pshat Binyamin, we could discuss further. I'm interested. Vayishma Vayar, and Hashem tells him. What I want to ask further, and I don't know again, Shlomo, is that when he tells his wives it's time to leave, so he says, I see your father's face that he doesn't look at me the same way. And then he speaks out, you know I served him hard, you know he cheated me many, many times. And then he says, Hashem came to me and said it's time to leave. Yaakov does not record the B'nei Lavan. It's interesting, in the Psukim, when he, says, when he calls Rachel and Leia, and he says it's time to leave, he does not speak about the B'nei Lavan. I see your father is not looking at me the same. Why didn't Yaakov record the Bnei Lavan? Why didn't he tell Rachel and Leah the Bnei Lavan that your brothers are murmuring? He doesn't say that. That's interesting. He should have said two things. That's Two things he noticed. He noticed Divrei Bnei Lavan and he noted Pnei Lavan. When he tells Rachel and Leah, he says Pnei Lavan. He does not say, I've heard Divrei Bnei Lavan. And my question is, why doesn't he record that? Lovin's kids mur- murmuring, "Lokah Yavas, is Shar Lavinu." Why doesn't he record that? Very good. Very good. I almost wondered. Momo, I asked the order of the Torah, could be the divrei B'nai Lovin are more open and what you hear first? That's blatant. They're saying it's much more subtle, Lovin's face, and only the order of events is B'nai Lovin' speak. And then he sees that which is more subtle and the deeper problem. And by the way, probably what causes the B'nai Loven, it's only recorded second because it's harder to see. It's not open. Wow. It's not meant to be seen. So you first, it's probably what happens. It would make sense if that's the true story. It makes sense he just says, Pnei, because that's the key point is your father doesn't want me here. The Bnei lovin is only the journey how he discovers. First, you hear the kids speaking. What is this? Where are they getting this from? Then he notices the much more subtle Panay lovin. When you record it, you just say, lovin doesn't want me here. That's the key point. The other thing is just the journey. So, I do, I te- it does look that way a little bit. So the B'nai lovin is what you hear first. But then you notice that, where is this coming from? The B'nai lovin say things come from deeper places. The deeper place is much more subtle and hard to see. So what was the Torah recording with the derivative of B'nai Lavan? Yaakov Avinu's journey. In the first thing he heard is have noticed the mother's 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 mother. that's much more subtle. That's that's not the first thing that you see. The first I mean, things that the hey, hmm, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the story. And then when you record it, the key is that I see doesn't want me here. It doesn't matter. Like Moma said, the other thing is not the point. The Bailam doesn't want me here. The Bnei lovan say says, this one, it's all noise. But if that points to a deeper reality, I'm not wanted here, that's, that would be the story. That would... I think I think in a, in a serious way. See, I, I don't want to leave things to the So what's Kalish saying? So uh, Kalish says nothing. I'm trying to learn Torah. You ask that in the world we're hearing Bene Lavan say a lot of stuff. So and then we're wondering where this stuff comes from never just B'nai love and talk comes from places and you just say kids anti-Semites they come from places it takes time to see what's more subtle so then what am I suggesting that Hashem saying leave America Mashiach I, I'm saying that I don't know I'm saying that you have to pay attention to events Hashem talks to events anybody just sees a, a spike in anti-Semitism today Stuff, if not to be silly, things are going on. I'm never the guy I didn't like, I didn't appreciate growing up. We, we always have fear mongers. It's us or the rice to do. And I came from a generation that was closer to the Holocaust. And we always had to say, it could happen again. And to talk that way, it's inappropriate. And to ever create fear, why would you fear, Manger? We, Imanu Kel, life is good today, and Hashem was good to us today, will be good to us tomorrow. I'm not creating any fear. I actually have a lot of faith, Hashem is so good to me today, why wouldn't I think it will be good tomorrow? And Chazdei Hashem, we live in good times. We're safe in our house, nobody's attacking us. When we see things happen in the world, learn to like. Learn to Hashem talks to the world. Don't tune it out. What He's saying, so you could say, Hashem, I don't know what You're saying. I don't hear it clearly, and I'm not saying I know what He's saying. But I am saying that you don't ignore that Yaakov Avinu didn't ignore. Yaakov is any the big the Rabbeinu Tam before he spoke in Rome studied the suggis of Yaakov Avinu to learn how to speak to the Roman government. Rebenu Tam, he, he Rebenu Rebenu Hakadosh Reb Nasi. Rabbi Yehuda HaNasi, Rabbi Yehuda HaNasi, I said, I'm yelling at me, not <laughs> you. Yeah. Rabbi Yehuda Anassi, before he spoke to Rome, studied these parishes. Understand that this is the parsha of Gallus. And understand that these things are meant to be studied. It wasn't irrelevant that Bnei Lavan was saying things. It wasn't irrelevant. Wow. It wasn't irrelevant that ya- that Lavan looked at him different. Ultimately, it probably led to a prophecy. Led. And his observing this, and the guys point to this. Binyamin, I, I pushed off Binyamin because Binyamin said if he wouldn't have noticed, Hashem would have said to him. I, I don't... I. I Binyamin might be right. There's something there that he notices and then Hashem says, he studies what happens and probably hears Hashem talking and then Hashem says it outright. I don't know how to frame it, Binyamin. I don't don't know how that works. But it's not nothing that B'nai Lavan say things. And there's a clarity, the world brings to clarity, just understanding. Hashem runs the world. And here, B'nai Lavan, Yaakov Avinu, like slowly builds up to the message. Now, I don't know Josetim, I don't know. Maybe even Vayimr Hashem means he said because Vayishman this. Maybe that's even how he said it. I don't know. Thinking but I... That, that yeah, Maybe. I I wonder that, Daniel, I wonder that, I wonder that, that's, yeah, if that's so, that's like staggering, but it's not insignificant that B'nai Lavan are saying what they're saying, it's not insignificant that Lavan doesn't want him there anymore, it's actually a a prelude and and bringing us towards the tziva, you get out of there. I just want to point it out to our own and not being a fear monger maybe Hashem preparing us I don't know and none of us know none of us know and, and, and maybe not maybe I don't like predicting I don't know I just do know that nobody should ignore when bnei love and say things. A guy to think it's funny, a guy to think it's like not a story. It is a story, and it's something. If that elicits tefillah, so pray. Of course, you pray, and the correct response is, But it's not nothing to see bnei love talking. It's not nothing to see love and. It's not to be ignored. What it means, not fear, is not the answer. Now I'm all scared. I, it's not to create an unhealthy fear. It's to be a person who's looking around, who's hearing, who's seeing, who's experiencing. It is not nothing that b'nei love and speak. That's, that's what I'll say. So what's the answer? We have to be m'spalotah Hashem. And give us a clarity to what you're telling us. We don't... We don't you know, the, the people say, so it means move to Israel today. I, I see people that are, I, I, trust me, that people there are doing things that say move out. So I, I, I don't, I, trust me, I don't know the answers. I'm not saying what the answers are. I'm not at all saying what the answers are. I'm learning the Torah. I'm simply learning the Torah and saying that when B'nai Lovan murmur, it's not nothing. And for love anybody love to laugh and ignore it, I think is being silly. I think doesn't know that Hashem talks through Love and through Lovon. Again, do, what's his message? What's he saying to us? I don't know. And you're allowed to say to Hashem, I don't know what you're saying. You're allowed to pray for things. You're allowed to... Yeah, that's... I, I wanted to study this because this, these are the sugas we're living. To ignore when things are happening that are remarkably similar is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this line... I don't know, every anti-Semite who ever liked the B'nai Lavan, they're such loudmouths, they tell everybody this, like, they know Chumash so much better than we do. <laughs> like, every anti-Semite, you know, people have, like, Mamare Chazal on their walls. I picture every anti-Semite has this Pesach on his wall, <laughs> the Divrei B'nai Lovin. Yaakov <laughs> It's amazing how knowledgeable anti-Semites are of the tyrant now. But Yaakov can't be quiet; they keep talking. It's like, can you keep this? They love him. They love him. That's Bnei Yaakov. Thing. They knew that they. You mean to huh? <laughs> No, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. The line is the line is so familiar to what people say. This line is like, wow. And it's it's maddeningly, it's maddening it's such a lie. Yaakov Avinu becomes despite and Hashem is is Mamish smiling at Yaakov. But but the external view of such, it's this this that Yaakov is exactly what goes on in Ghulas. To the Yiddus persecuted, becomes big despite. Hashem smiles despite, and then the decision of the Bene Loven that it's only because <laughs> Ooh. it's important that we know the story that we know the story of Hashem smiling at us it's important if they're not going to know the story we at least have to know the story okay there's more to talk I want to learn more of the Chavra but I couldn't pass by these Pesukim not analyzing a little bit if, I, if today is too much of a cliffhanger like so, it's like you, you didn't, what are you making of all this I asked Michila. Yes, but okay, we learned a little too. Yes. Wow. What's the name?